You might be wondering, how can a doctor charge several hundred dollars for a 10-minute office visit? Why can the hospital bill hundred grand for a three-day stay? Who makes up these numbers besides me? Today's episode is going to answer those questions so patients can get closer to what price transparency in healthcare should become. Your well-being should be about thriving instead of surviving. It's about time to empower yourself and to navigate our healthcare system with ease. My name is Rishi and this is the show, Friendly Neighborhood Patient. One hilarious irony of medicine is that you won't always know how much you need to pay for a visit, and providers themselves don't know how much they'll get paid for the same visit until long after the fact. The dollars on your medical bill are going to be all over the place because of what your insurance covers, doesn't cover, and writes off. However, let's focus on the largest and usually shocking number on the EOB or invoice, the actual dollar amount billed to you or your insurance before any discounts. To be consistent, that top-line figure is called the charge or charge master price. The charge is nearly 100% at the discretion of the provider or whoever owns the facility. A general primary care doctor running their clinic might wake up one day and decide that a new patient office visit is 500 bucks, or maybe 50 bucks. In either case, that charge is going straight to the insurance company. Charges vary a lot based on arbitrary choices about what providers believe their expertise is worth. However, there are some other factors based on a little common sense that influence healthcare prices overall. The first major drivers for charges are staff and equipment. Healthcare facilities are more than just doctors and front desk people who answer the phones. Nurses, administrators, and other professionals are necessary inputs for making sure the entire medical system can breathe. Shortages of any given personnel will make the entire system more expensive. The extreme demand for nursing during these last couple years is one clear example. Equipment quality and depreciation affects charges as well, especially for hospitals and larger medical groups. Getting an x-ray is going to cost you more than guessing if you have a compound fracture or not with a naked eye glance. Two patients arrive with the same broken left forearm, but patient A might have a blood clot or other pressure problem that complicates the treatment. If patient B has an otherwise unremarkable history, then charges for patient A would likely be higher due to the degree of care needed to deal with the same broken forearm. Let's get back to our earlier example of a doctor charging 500 bucks or 50 bucks for a standard new patient appointment. Regardless of the charge, no two insurance companies will reimburse the same amount for the same visit code. Even if you control for the insurance company, the payout still changes based on the individual plans due to how deductibles and coinsurance are spread. Health insurers don't automatically pay the doctor a negotiated fee if the asking charge is less than said fee. For example, if the doctor goes with billing 500 bucks for the appointment, the health plan may reimburse 200 and then write off 300 assuming the patient doesn't have any other copay or coinsurance. However, if the doctor chooses to bill $50, the insurance will pay $50 even if the negotiated compensation should be higher at around 200 plus. Doctors have to overbill as part of this dance with the insurance companies. This incentive, more than any other factor, is why patients see astronomical medical charges. Dr. David Belk, who runs the True Cost of Healthcare website, shows this reality, among other medical charge trends, directly affecting patients. Dr. Belk's site and the other sources in this post will be on my page at rushinagala.substack.com. There should be 
little surprise that providers are charging amounts several times more than what the final payment is because the requirements to get paid vary between health plans. Some insurers pay by the service, by the time, or by the diagnosis. Since these policies vary, providers have to submit all information possible on their claims as well as overbill to claim the max possible reimbursement. And if the insurance company chooses not to pay the doctor, the pumped up tab is 100% on you. To follow up on this phenomenon, researchers at the Health Affairs Policy Journal reviewed costs for two portable and common procedures done at most facilities. Surprisingly enough, these procedures would be colonoscopies and MRIs for lower limbs. The study's data taken from Mass General Hospital, the University of Michigan Health System, and the Vedant Medical Center in North Carolina track the variation in cash fees, private insurance payments, and public insurance payments. The charge master prices for each of the procedures were 27% to 24 times greater than the lowest final reimbursements. These health systems, all of which have a similar bed count, have such gaps between charges due to both patient demographics and overbilling incentives. These eye-popping numbers affect patients' wallets. Even though you may not be on the hook for a full charge master price, any increase of that charge will make either your cash payment higher or your long-term health insurance premiums higher. Per conventional wisdom, hospital and office payments across multiple kinds of plans suggest that privately insured patients with higher charges are subsidizing the low-margin public and self-pay patients such that everyone is getting the same level of care. The Journal of the American Medical Association debunked this cost-shifting theory with their own review of evidence from the Medicare Payment Advisory Commission. The newest evidence implies that cost-shifting does not apply to making up reduced earnings from publicly insured patients. However, a rise in private health plan reimbursement goes toward dealing with the rising costs of production to take care of that corresponding population. One economic fact about healthcare applying to this situation is that medical offices have mostly fixed expenses. That is, staffing, equipment, and real estate costs have to be paid no matter how strong or weak the business is. Hospitals and large groups notice they get paid more from private health plans and in turn direct that extra money to raise profits, of course, and add higher costs linked to attracting more of those patients. Medicine is an otherwise low-growth business, so major providers have to exploit these gaps when possible. Equalizing medical quality for patients isn't part of the equation there. Reality shows that private versus public patients get different levels of care regardless of how payment trends change. Hence, cost-shifting doesn't happen unless a multimillionaire is consistently getting the same quality of care as someone on a low-income plan like Medicaid. Given all this commentary on how medical charges affect you, the last takeaway is that critical events are unfolding right now for helping you deal with the mysteries of billing. The Transparency and Coverage Act and No Surprises Act are recent laws among many requiring hospitals and insurance companies to disclose certain prices. Changes to come in 2023 make it so various health plans must offer price comparison platforms for 500-plus common services and then for all major services in 2024. Although only 6% of U.S. hospitals have been actually complying with publishing their cash prices as of July 2021, you can still be aware of the difference for what providers bill for service XYZ versus what the insurance covers for service XYZ and also be persistent in asking what the charges are. 
more patience inquiring about pricing is better for our system's accountability. By now, it should be no surprise that we Americans get sensitive to healthcare prices, whether it be for drugs, services, or procedures. There is another certainty. There are no charges if there are no providers. Unfortunately, there are too few doctors in the U.S. to keep up with the American people's needs. For the next pod, I'm going to break down the physician supply and demand time bomb that has a countdown much closer than we'd like it to be. Subscribe and stay tuned to Friendly Neighborhood Patient for modern healthcare consumer tips and tricks. I'll catch you the next episode.